0: We're uh, back with Pearson Podcast. I'm Brian Geary, I'm Director of Communications. My guest today is Rebecca Beauchamp, who's the Director of Indigenous Initiatives and Engagement. Now, that's a pretty formal title, but you've been in the job for, what, 18 months, mm-hmm. less than two years? Mm-hmm. You know, so, I think we know you a little bit now. <laughs> but we thought it would be a good time to do a check-in and yeah. find out how we're doing organizationally mm-hmm. and individually. I like what you said in the pre-chat that we had before this about... You know, you can hold everybody responsible for their role mm-hmm. in action and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. That sounds to me like pretty broad shoulders work. Mm. So what's that like?
1: It can, it, I definitely have days where it can feel like there's a lot of work to do. Because there is, there's a lot of work to do. However, I have amazing people in my life. Many community members, m- many family members, many people that work here that are doing good work that keep me focused on the truth that comes before reconciling, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? That they um, uplift me, the students uplift the work that we're doing and that is encouraging and that keeps me focused on what we're doing here. Yeah, but it is, there's a lot of many moving parts. It's multifaceted, I've always said that to the students as well. Reconciliation in Canada is still being questionable, like what is that? Uh, and even leading into Orange Shirt Day, September 30th, that we just acknowledged. We just passed. Yeah. Uh, the month of September and even into, like, from the summertime with our year 50s, our incoming year 50s, working with our students, working on campus to make sure that I am providing opportunities for people to know a little bit more of the truth and the stories that come with it and the pain and the hurt and intergenerational trauma. Because then we can start, in my opinion, we can start to walk together to learn more.
0: We're approaching this from the heart and we're approaching it this mm. strategically
1: mm-hmm. as
0: well. And it's, and again, in the pre-recording chat, we talked about how this is a strategic initiative as well. Mm-hmm. But it's beyond that. It, mm-hmm. It's something so much more.
1: Mm-hmm. Heart work. Heart yeah. work, yeah. Not, well, heart and hard. Uh, But heart work, for sure. You know, every, I always think every opportunity to connect to a student, a community member, staff, faculty, has to be a good connection, right? Relationships are the key to this work because it is heart work. It's emotional work Mm -hmm. because the stories here are emotional and it is so much deeper. It's our relationship to the land. It's our relationship to the language and it's identifying who gets to hold that, right? I take my role as, as someone that gets to uplift stories here, that gets to share in you know learning more, but also in creating space where students feel like they can be a part of something greater than themselves. And you have to be grounded. You have to know who you are. You have to know your identity. Right? these mm-hmm. stories are not my stories right colonization deeply affected like maori people of course of course um but they but i get to create space where our students get to learn off those that are survivors they get to learn off across canada they get to learn from our alumni that's a piece of the reconciliation that i'm really working with is how do we create a full circle our alum get to share their stories get to connect their experiences here what have we been doing, how have we, what did we do wrong then, and how can we make it better? In like, just even holding that space for, for story.
0: Now we, I, I kind of plunge right into it, and I didn't mm. even start with a territorial acknowledgement, mm. because we are here on campus, on the unceded traditional territory, mm-hmm. the Tiano First Nation. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking a lot about this, because I'm, I'm a white person, mm. I'm from Southern Manitoba, mm-hmm. This is a big day for me because we're recording this the day after. The first First Nations Premier mm-hmm. in Canada was elected in the province of Manitoba, where, which is my home. I was raised in a different era mm. where that couldn't have been possible. So, I mean, we're, we're seeing these markers everywhere that suggest actions are being created mm-hmm. and progress is being made. But we still know that reconciliation is a generational initiative. Again, I, 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 look, sometimes that must feel so intimidating to people.
1: Yeah, and, and I always just give a lot of grace period as well. Like, these are new conversations in Canada. These are new conversations to many people, including Indigenous, that I have been witness to. Right? Even our, like, our students are still they're on many different levels of their own journey. Right? And we have to f- find that balance because they're sometimes learning alongside our students as well. Mm -hmm. right and this should always this should have been a part of their story this should have been a part of their history but that's still missing right it all it all like depending on what their education was before they came to Pearson right and Mm -hmm. if we're just creating these conversations and I would also I would say Pearson is doing really good work even having a strategic plan hiring me like that's good work uh because many schools are just still trying to figure that out and that's why everything takes time, right? We have to give it time so it's done right. If we've learned from any of mistakes, it's things are rushed and then things are missed, <laughs> right? And yeah. so we need, and that's okay. I, I, I push back on people when they, they have a timeline and I'm like, you've created the timeline, right? This is an open-ended conversation, right? There are things that need to be discussed, yes. And there's also things that we need to allow time to settle in with. Right, Because people, yeah. some people may feel really uncomfortable where they don't feel comfortable not acknowledging because it's something foreign to them. And when you don't know, you, you create this fear in not knowing, right? And that could, that could be for everything in, in all indigenous knowledge systems. And that's why we go back to relationship. We go back to doing that hard work, reaching out and, and connecting. Because I was like, because then you're part of something greater.
0: And and I think to me, and I, I want to go back to students in, in, mm-hmm. a, in a moment, mm-hmm. but I, I want to, I, I guess, acknowledge in a sense that that we're we're doing reconciliation. That sounds like an awful thing today. We're doing our reconciliation. Look yeah. at us, hold us up. <laughs> but we're, we're working on it, and we're mm-hmm. learning, and we're trying to understand, mm-hmm. and trying to implement, and trying to action things. Mm-hmm. Pearson has mm-hmm. been around for fifty years, and I know there have been a number of individuals. Mm-hmm. Who have reached out to the Chinook Nation, who have worked with Coast Salish mm-hmm. nations mm-hmm. during that fifty years, and even though it hasn't been systemic and hasn't been captured in a strategic mm-hmm. kind of way, that still exists and that's part of our history that we can we, that we can learn from mm-hmm. and understand. But there's so much, so much further to go now. Yeah,
1: yeah I would, I would agree. This is where we're at. A, I, I like, I want to recognize that yes, there is a history here at Pearson. Yeah, we're, we're coming into our 50th year. Yeah. And many people have done so much great work in creating those relationships, right? And the thing that we're really working on here or I see a beautiful impact is making sure that everybody has, or everybody has the ability to do that hard work, right? Because you need to know your responsibility in it. Because at the end of the day, like if I leave, the relationships that I Build, also, leave with me. Mm-hmm. So, how do we make sure that the college as a whole is doing some really good work, right? How do we create those policies and procedures? How do we create onboarding? How do we create, uh, you know, making sure that our Indigenous students are centralized in being seen, valued, heard? Always. Always. Right? Yeah, so that. right? yeah, so the structural. That's right. So, this is, well, this would be what I'm supporting. Right? Because we have to think, mm-hmm. like many like indigenous cultures, even in, within my own, that it's not about now. It's not even about next generation. It's about the seven generations after. Right. It's about the next 200 years. Go Pearson. <laughs> right? <laughs> where, please, please support us for the next 200 years. <laughs> where we get to create that shift. Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. Yeah. You know, laying the foundation so there can be change for the future.
0: So, if you're listening to this and you haven't guessed already, this is kind of a conversation. Well, we normally plan questions in advance, but I'm trying not to do this. Yeah. I'm trying to shut up and not be the director <laughs> and all of that. So, but if you don't mind, can I ask you about working with Indigenous students and mm-hmm. then working with all students? Mm-hmm. Because what, what people need to, to need to understand is that this is something that applies to all students, Mm -hmm. it applies to everyone on campus. Mm -hmm. It isn't about providing supports or structures Mm -hmm. strictly for Indigenous students. Albeit, that's an important part of it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh, a fine line. There's been many conversations that uh, have transpired about, you know, we support Indigenous students from around the world, right? Where do we create that space? And then I go back to what we just talked about as these are new conversations within Canada, right? (laughs) And we do have a designated indigenous space for our students to come and just be. There's never an agenda, they have a kitchen, they can do their thing. Um, And space here at Pearson College is extremely precious. (laughs) (laughs) So our our students recognize that and they're forever grateful for it. But I think about this question, so we have, so this year, we have 10 Indigenous students. And out of those 10 students, uh, some of them may be more connected to their language and their culture than others. And those 10 students don't really speak, they don't speak the same language. And if they do, they don't speak the same dialect. Right. And we don't have staff and faculty that speak their languages because Canada within itself is so diverse. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that in itself is something to recognize. Right? We create an indigenous space so they can feel united as one. We have students that speak Spanish, we have students that speak French, and they have other students that speak Spanish and speak French. Mm-hmm. They have staff and faculty that speak French and Spanish. Right, So they already have this beautiful community that they can create from their language and their shared culture. So our indigenous students, that's a conversation because we are in the context of this country, but yet our students are still segregated into possibly not having their language and if they do then they have no speakers to speak with right so I'm very cautious of what are we doing at Pearson to support our indigenous students we allow Mm -hmm. them some space I think that that is a beautiful thing if students want to partake in that space then they build relationships and they acknowledge how they sit as allies within that space Mm -hmm. you know do they are they walking and understanding the history here Because if they were, they wouldn't be questioning why they have space, right? They would acknowledge that they come in as somebody wanting to learn more, but not pushing the agenda because our students might not know their history. It's very, um, I would say it's as much strength our students bring, it's also very delicate in how we support and how we uplift and hold our students because this is the point we center all of our students and I think creating dialogue and conversation I was like let's support these if you have questions from our students that come from around the world Mm -hmm. then let's talk about it right and normally when we create that space we have students that come with this beautiful almost aha moment of being like yes colonization like has deeply affected my people Mm -hmm. and I was like now we have a little bit of a common thread. there's a grounding. there's a grounding. so let's talk it. about that. Let's discuss it.
0: Yeah, But it's not an imposition of a, a one size.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, and it's and it's 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 an always it, it will be a learning. What I am finding though, is that Pearson is a two- year program. and every year, I'm starting conversations from scratch again. His churn. right. So that is like part of the bigger thing that we're yeah. talking about here, and that is why it is so so important. That like our leadership, our staff and faculty are also holding space because I am just one person and having these conversations start again mm-hmm. over and over again it's challenging it's a cha- it's a challenge. It's kind I of mean, exhausting isn't it it, it is like? yeah it yeah. could be well yeah creating yeah. yeah starting starting again starting over it almost feels like and that's why I'm thinking right we had time I had time which was. I was so grateful for with our year 50s our incoming year 50s in the summertime we held a four-week session on just giving them some more information of the history in canada mm-hmm. what has happened um uh, you know things like um like the indian act how it is still here mm-hmm. right and what has come from that act how has that created intergenerational trauma right there were vor- there were four very intense sessions but then e- even now revamping them to something else. So maybe they can come with a little bit more knowledge. And with that, we start to connect all the dots of also the staff and faculty will also see that. So they know what the students are coming, to, coming in with.
0: Right, they have an right? understanding of. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's, it definitely, that was a lot. Right. <laughs> that, that was a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot to think about too. And I hope it's, it's a lot to think about for anyone who's listening mm. to this who may or may not be familiar with the history of residential schools mm. in this country and of basically um yeah 60s yeah 60s, yeah, 60s, 60s, 60s indian hospitals
1: yeah. yeah there's it's very uh it, there's a lot and also like just for for those that are listening and if you haven't and you're going to look it up mm-hmm. it's just be really gentle on yourself right the truth here is really heartbreaking
0: it's heartbreaking but i don't want to say it's a uh, It's uplifting, but the knowledge, acquiring the knowledge of
1: it, Mm -hmm.
0: can be uplifting. And I I guess I would tie that back to um, Mm. Truth and Reconciliation, National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, Mm -hmm. when our entire student body went to the main celebration. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I I would call it a celebration. It was Mm -hmm. a very happy place to be. Mm -hmm. It was a great vibe. But there were some really hard stories from some of the older survivors of Mm -hmm. residential schools. Mm -hmm. All students who were there mm-hmm. and were listening with open hearts and open ears mm-hmm. understood mm-hmm. and learned more.
1: Yeah, and that and that's why working um, really hard leading up to it. So all of our students our year 49s and year 50s. Also participated in the Kairos Blanket Exercise, right. facilitated by Tina Sevea. And that is like an experiential workshop where you get to stand on blankets and it's considered to be the land of Canada. And all the students are First Nations, Métis, Inuit, people of this land. And it's just really evident, I had one of our Indigenous students say, I didn't know that so many of our people were wiped out by disease Mm -hmm. even before the Indian Act was in place. Right, because it was very evident. And many and and many indigenous nations were wiped out, like we're gone, right? So there is there. It was very it was it, it was very beautiful to witness. All of our student students participate in it, mm-hmm. and then also I always want to give this full circle of now you get to witness Orange Shirt Day, right? Which stems from Kamloops area of residential school, and how they've. Like, there's, like people are still here. Right. I look at my indigenous like brothers and sisters and I'm like, you are still here, you're a miracle, mm-hmm. right? Because if it was supposed to be, if the government had it how it was supposed to be assimilation and genocide, right? Right? Like many nations that never survived it. And even tying it back to here on the land that we occupy, the language here is sleeping. Mm-hmm. So that is something that we talk about with the students. You know, why are we learning Sinchothan? Although dialect, yes, because all Southern nations would have the dialects. Uh, but still, it's a conversation that we have to have that we have to bring awareness to. But
0: it's an important point to make, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I cheer an event like going to the South Island Pow mm-hmm. But you center it within a continuum of events and education and mm-hmm. understanding and experiences mm-hmm. prior to that that our students mm-hmm. experience. Before yeah. going to that, and it's almost like a bit of a bit of a culmination or a, yeah. a, a marking along that continuum.
1: Yeah, because I also because it is, I would never want to paint a brush for Indigenous people here as I don't know it's a fine line as uh, like like poor me like feel sorry for me because yeah. I was like the yeah. truth is that <laughs> people here are so resilient, like the fact that we can acknowledge. Yes, South Island powwow. And I would always say that powwows aren't from here. No, they're not right? from here. <laughs> they're not from here. And they did a beautiful job of opening it up and, and incorporating even a house that drummers were there, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is so much beautiful resilience that come out of having to adapt constantly. Marginalized groups, we see it all the time. Also mm-hmm. commonality with many indigenous students here. Many students that come from different parts of the world is this marginalized feeling of and adaptability Mm -hmm. and resilience. Right? Another thread that weaves our students together. Uh, But I also, I I try really hard to make sure that they're, you know, we're painting a proper picture. Right. As opposed to like stereotyping or romanticizing something.
0: Right. Which is pretty easy to do, especially Mm -hmm. for colonialists.
1: Mm -hmm. It can be, uh, yeah. And it doesn't help when we have we or we've we've done like not we but that our societies have done like damage in what they've shown on television movies mm-hmm. you know the Indian and the cowboy mm-hmm. like stereotyping and romanticizing pocahontas like they're all mm-hmm. things that children watch that have given a different story right and mm-hmm. I let students know the danger of a single story like continue learning there isn't one story that identifies a people to be like ta-da yeah. now yeah. we know it all I'm yeah. like no this is one story now learn another story and another story and that is your responsibility as you walk through this world even as a Pearson student your responsibility is to continue to learn mm-hmm. and witness and participate in a good way
0: yeah I, I, I realize too again in conversations <laughs> you often think of things that you didn't, you didn't do and yeah. I didn't really give yourself a chance to introduce yourself and center oh. yourself mm. and tell us who you are and where you're from and what <laughs> influences you
1: yeah, okay. Go ahead, feel free. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so for the listeners, uh, uh, kia ora. Uh, ko Panakere tōku maunga, ko Waikara Tahiki tōku awa, ko Waikara Moana tōku moana, ko Tūhoe te iwi, ko Waimako te marae, ko Matatua tōku waka, ko Rebecca Beauchamp tōku ingoa. Kia uh, ora, everybody. I am uh, born and raised in Aotearoa, New Zealand. My father is Alan Beecham. Uh, my mom is Sharon Justice. My mom is of Scottish English ancestry, and she's second generation born in the Lakwangan Territory. Uh, and my father is Tuhoi and Natikanganunu on the East Coast and uh, of north, the North Island of Aotearoa. I have been given much privilege in my life. I have been raised on both Fenowas. I've been raised on the West Coast here in Canada, and I've been raised, I was born in Auckland, uh, and I've always gone back and forth. I come from a beautiful family that has grounded me uh, completely. I have a very uh, beautiful relationship with my sister and her four babies and her partner. And I just, I always preach that to our students at some of the work that we're doing here at Pearson, where, uh, and it can be really triggering for people actually asking them their story, their identity, what grounds them to who they are, where do they call home. Many of our students, which I've been witness to, which is amazing, are coming with multiple spaces they call home, places that they've lived, languages that they speak. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yes, that's amazing, and it's part of your story that's a big conversation that we've had this year is, is what's your story? I'm like, I ground myself in my Maori and always acknowledging my mother's side has given me privilege, right? And because it, it then allows me to project myself, right? The stories here that I learn specifically in Coast Salish territory are not my stories to share. They're from other people, mm-hmm. right? I can uphold them and and allow Myself to learn, I allow myself to learn from them and acknowledging the person that they've come from. And I also have my own stories, like everybody does. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's always important for us to have who we are and where we come from because then that represents even how I walk in this world. I don't represent myself, I represent all those that are part of my environment that have shaped me to who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would love where the students can get across the board, all students represent where they've come from or the people that have shaped them. And that's the accountability piece, right? We want students to be accountable to something greater than themselves because then you're just floating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that's so interesting because we've mm-hmm. always wanted
1: that. Mm-hmm. We've
0: always wanted them to be accountable for greater than just the self beyond mm-hmm. their fingertips. Of course. But you put it in a context that is just kind of really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> right? You Doesn't know? it make you <laughs> so excited? I know, I know, because it involves, you know, like... I mean, you, your mm-hmm. father, your mother, your sister, your brother, mm-hmm. your families, the people who have influenced you and who've shaped you throughout mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. And it's not about, you know, learning by road to, you know, understand mm-hmm. why you shouldn't be so selfish. <laughs> That's kind of a weird, you know, uh rabbit hole that I'm going down, but mm-hmm. you know, nonetheless. <laughs> Sorry
1: about that. It's okay. So it is in conversations. Yeah. 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 No, this is great.
0: So, how's this year going for you so far?
1: It's good. I'm learning every day. I'm mm-hmm. learning you know i'm and growing right yeah. like that maybe worked last year or how can we make it work in a way that's more supportive or or gets the conversation going quicker or we could have supported better there yeah. right so always learning and always doing better always trying to do better always bringing in more voices so we have our reconciliation action plan working group and it's so much more than just like a working group yeah. right we're like connecting as more of like a family unit Right, because this is important work. It's hard work that we need to like connect, and we always connect over food every month. So that's keeping my work accountable. The people in that group are making sure that there's a direction always. What are we working on for this year? Mm-hmm. Um, what have what has worked? What are we maybe revamping as well for next year? And then just I'm I'm doing a lot of listening. We need to make sure that we are also upholding. You know, the voices coming from the nation, right? Those mm-hmm. are relationships that we're working on. Uh, and then, you know, make sure we're finding balance. A big piece of the work that we're doing. Everything's kind of working in a system together, mm-hmm. right? We talk about wellness, well-being for our students. Working in the wellness group. So I was like, how are we finding balance in this? If a student is not balanced, because this is part of what we believe in as well as Maori, but also if we tie back to... Uh, traditions that come from more of more of like the middle to the east, the adult team over here as well as the medicine wheel, mm-hmm. in finding balance in all four quarters. Like how do we create that for a student? Because then in, in our belief systems as Māori, that means that you have this beautiful higher level of learning. You have the ability to learn at a level that you can learn anything. And there's so much pressure here, I find. You know, schools, there's a lot, it's an academic institution. We are an institution. Yes. How do we create decolonizing practices or reconciliation mm-hmm. in an institution mm-hmm. that, you know, has this past of very, like, hierarchical, very patriarchal, 50, very non-holistic approach to learning?
0: A 50-year history of being based upon the British public school model. Yes, In exactly. some respects. Yes. We've come a long way from that, obviously, yes. but that's, that's, that was the starting point.
1: Well, and we have beautiful opportunities for the students, like through our climate action, through our experiential learning, through our cast, through our service, through, there's amazing opportunities here for students. And what I still see, our students are still extremely stressed out, so maxed. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is still, we still have a lot of work to do, right? <laughs> I know, I, I know. I, we're I, going I,
0: to. I was going to say, I think we need that work on the grownups too. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> because
1: of... How are we role modeling that? Yeah. Right? Like, how are we checking in with one yeah. another so we can role model that for the students that we actually are prioritizing wellness and well being? Because we live in a very vicious world right now where people are very singular thinking and it's around just like doing the bare minimum and then getting out. And I'm like, that means that you are, That means that people maybe be, like, they're imbalanced. Oh, yeah, I was so, going to say, it's not a balance. <laughs> yeah, it's not a balance, right? Like, we need to make sure that we are allowing people to, like, merge, like, have a life that you're doing really important work for you. So then you can be the best person you can. And you can show up for the students and be the best, pe- like, person that you can for them. Mm-hmm. right as a as a rule here and maybe that's people might listen to this and be like wow that is like good luck right and i'm like I I not. Know, <laughs> well maybe <laughs> i don't Maybe they, will. Yeah. they might um, they might think that yeah that would be great and how do you do that yeah, yeah. And i was like well yeah we have like i work in a space once again with the privilege where i'm creating my hours you know i can, i do have the ability to say actually yeah i'm going to not be a part of that because i have to meet with a -hmm. And I have to give them. I'm going to ask them how they are, and I might have to give them the next five hours of my life. Yeah, and that's okay, right? Not everybody has that. Not everybody. Not everybody everybody can do that, and I recognize that. And it's like part of. Not only is it a Pearson, sometimes it's a Pearson thing, but it's a whole countrywide thing, right? (laughs) So so you're right. I'm one person, but let's just start changing all government. Okay, let's just change everything.
0: I don't know whether you know, that's a downer or an uplift mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> to, to, <laughs> or it's just a reality. It's, a reality it's a reality it's a reality for sure
1: yeah it's a systemic
0: yeah. problem yeah. Um, so, so so in my very structured and, uh, way of colonial way of thinking mm-hmm. uh, I would ask you what do you hope to achieve this year mm.
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. and, and, if, and if that's
0: the stupidest question you know or the most inappropriate question let me know
1: I don't. I don't think so. I think it's good to have goals. Like we do have a direction. Yeah. We, because I'm also accountable, right? Like I, mm-hmm. we have. Uh, I have a leadership team. We have the board. We have alum. We have the students that I am the most accountable to. Mm-hmm. Right. That's always the direction. How are we centering students? Um, I would say that this year, really working on our conversations being a little bit more proactive, making sure that we have onboarding systems. Mm-hmm. So for our host families, make sure that we have, that they understand what, our, what we're doing here at Pearson, right? Because then that also our, if we create an indigenous um, understanding, a complete like woven in indigenous knowledge systems here, that also then creates space. And I've been in many circles where it's like, it's the right way To understand, it's about like gratitude. It's about understanding, loving, caring, generosity, reciprocity. Mm -hmm. Like these are value systems that make sense, right? (laughs) Hopefully, it's 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 a great way of being. Yeah. Right, and that also then ties in our initiatives of being inclusive, diverse, Mm -hmm. like inclusivity, diversity, equity, justice, belonging. All those nice big words that
0: we ascribe. uh, Yeah. All those great words. Yeah.
1: Totally. That we want to aspire to. I think that there's still much work to do, but this is what reconciliation, in my mind, for this year even, is starting to really work on what do our policies state and our procedures, how are we centering the students Mm -hmm. to make sure that they are seen and heard. Working with our Indigenous students, making sure that they have opportunities if they are connected to their language. Right? How, what is my role in connecting them to make sure that they are feeling as a whole person? How are we connecting to their culture? Right? Those are things that are going to be a continuation. Because every year, there'll be new students coming in. Yeah. So how do we think bigger in that? How do we connect to our local organizations? These are all things that I think will take time. Um, but they're definitely a direction and something that I am thinking about. Right, because we don't want our students. We don't. We definitely don't want our indigenous students coming to a boarding school model, not connected to who they are, mm-hmm. or not uh, not having opportunities to connect to they are, to to who they are. I as long as I am doing my work and saying this is an opportunity for you, whether they want to take it or not, it's up to them. But at least I know that there is an opportunity for them. Um, making sure that another direction is our amazing. Um, Brian and Andrew and Nicola have created QR codes, right? We're still working on that because it takes time. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. We I don't know. have a finish line, it's great. Right?
0: It's great. I've seen or I've heard about the editing process. it
1: I'm so I'm so very proud <clears throat> and hold everything that all the communications team has done. And because that will happen and then that will allow our students, those that are visiting campus, our alumni mm-hmm. for alumni reunions, Anybody can have now a little bit more of the storyline of our house names, where they came from, the pronunciation, which is so important that we're uplifting it. Um and and having like a situation of like or like situating oneself. Where are you? Right? Giving kudos to those that have stewarded the land and waters for thousands of years Mm -hmm. for us. Right? Like we need to take time. Yeah, we need I know. Like, We're
0: sitting in a spiritual center. We're looking out at Better Bay. We're looking at the beautiful <laughs> yeah. fall weather. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. So that's also something that's going to be happening. Um and then it's just sometimes building relationships, continuing the relationships, making sure that our students are feeling supported. I would say ideally, what I would what I would hope is to start um, I've been approached with <laughs> retention recruitment mm-hmm. for our indigenous students. And I pushed back a little bit saying, actually, I think that we need to create policies for like, like who we're reaching out to, who are we hiring, right? We need, to, we need to work on right here first. We need to work with Pearson College as a, as a place. Mm-hmm. Um, who are we hiring? Mm-hmm. Making sure that we have intentional, intentional hiring of indigenous staff and faculty if we're bringing in indigenous students, we need to make sure that they are being represented in the people that they are seeing. That's massive. I'm working, so, so just continuing around. I love paperwork. I love, I, I, really, <laughs> I really do. I love, I love the fact that I can say, there's a policy for this, Yeah. Yeah. right? Because this is where change happens. Yeah. And I'm like, and because there is, we need to create, we need to make sure that we're accountable to it. That's why I really do yeah. love the reconciliation plan, and it's a it's a work in progress. There are things that we will meet, there are things that we will not meet, and maybe there'll be things that will be met twenty years from now. Yeah, because um, yeah. that's sometimes how long things take, and we need to be okay. I like, in my opinion, yeah. I was like, we need to be okay with that. Yeah,
0: we need to understand that. Yeah, you know, collectively.
1: Yeah. So I don't really know if that answered your question. What we're doing, I'm like every day. It's like, yeah, we're just we're just building those relationships and really connecting the dots. Right, like working with communications, working with each department to say, yeah, yeah. what is your responsibility in reconciliation? What are you doing? What are you doing for it? Yeah. And I'm like, and then how do we connect it all together? So
0: I, I, I don't care if you don't think it
1: to answer the question or not. You know, yeah. This is the most fun
0: I've had in the interview in two decades. <laughs> so come on, that's all I care about in my central view. But, but seriously, I mean, we probably should wrap it up. You mm-hmm. know, if, if you've hung on this long, listener, we love you. Thank you very much. That's wonderful. There's maybe a little more to come, but that's that's all. Yeah. Is there anything else we should talk Kate, talk about? Cover.
1: Um. There probably is, but I'm 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 sure we can have another interview if I there hope. is you something that we back? can. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You are a great host. I for sure will come back, Brian. Good, um,
0: it's maybe that will be my third career.
1: <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I I feel like, uh, just you know, leaving with words that, there is. It's, I'm always really mindful there is much work to do, right? Walking really gently, making sure that the students are always centered, making sure that we, are, uh, we have many voices creating this change, mm-hmm. right? It is not up to, as we've talked about multiple times on this interview even, it's not a singular person's job, Yeah. right? It is everybody's responsibility to make sure they are doing the hard work to understand the truth and the history here. Everybody has a responsibility in creating a shift and a transformation.
0: Yeah, So not just us, but everyone in the future as well. Yeah, yeah, associated it's, with Pearson.
1: Mm-hmm, 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 and beyond, right? We're part yeah. of multiple things here. We're part of the independent schools. We're part of a greater UWC movement. How do we create a shift across, like, even greater in the movement? Really questioning, yeah. Yeah. you know, how we're doing good work.
0: There's 4,300 odd Alumni out there also yeah. who can be evangelists and talk about the work that's mm-hmm. that's happening here
1: mm-hmm.
0: and hold us to account.
1: Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, yeah, I love. It. I it's those are great conversations. Rebecca, thanks. Yeah,
0: it's been Good great trip.
1: fun. Thank you. I know. I also just want to leave that I'm always so grateful for the work that I'm doing because I get to work with people like yourselves, right? I'm really thankful for the people that I work alongside with and also our amazing, amazing students. (laughs) That always, that even at, on September 30th, on Orange Shirt Day, they came with so much like space to learn more. And for me, that is creating the shift. Education has the power to create the shift, right? It It gives you opportunities to then have a voice in this world, so. I'm really, I always just want to like, end with the fact that I have so much time for the students. They're great. Well said. Yeah. Thanks
0: again. Cool. Thanks, Brian. we will talk to you soon. Yeah. If you would like to learn more about what we do at Pearson, visit our website at www.pearsoncollege.ca. You can also subscribe to Pearson E-News and keep an eye on our social media pages for the latest
1: updates. We'll be right back. back.